And speaking this morning to Anjana Parisha. Hi, Anjana. Good morning. Welcome to the show. Good morning. How are you? And a very happy new year to you and all your listeners. Thanks. And to you as well. I see India has been suffering from cash shortages since it banned high denomination currency notes. What's that all about? Well, you know, the government scrapped a whopping 86% of the currency overnight in November 8th in a bid to get rid of hordes of illegal cash, which there are in India. It asked for 50 days to normalize the situation until December 30th. Now, that hasn't happened primarily because the government has not been able to print new notes fast enough to meet demand. So the country has faced a huge cash crunch for these last few weeks. There have been massive lines outside banks. There are limits on the amount of money you can withdraw. You know, banks often don't even hand out the amounts that you ask for, and 40% of ATMs are out of cash. A lot of workers in the informal sector are not being paid their full wages because employers say they don't have enough cash. So there are a lot of difficulties, and these difficulties continue, particularly in remote and rural areas. It's quite a story, that, because, I mean, if you don't have cash for your people, that could lead to all sorts of uh, unhappiness, also unrest as well. Yes, well, fortunately, we haven't seen any kind of unrest, you know, the lines of people, there have been no protests, and that's largely because a lot of people supported this extremely tough measure. People in India are fed up with corruption. It's really large, and, you know, a lot of businesses on black cash, everybody knows it, uh, barely a fraction of the population pays taxes, all your factories and all traders and shopkeepers, they never they work on cash, so they don't pay t- uh, taxes. As a result, I have to say that there's been a lot of patience, there's been a lot of, uh, there hasn't been a huge amount of anger, though that anger slowly built up because people felt, well, you know, the government has not implemented the measure well enough. It hasn't printed the currency in advance and helps get it across to the people. Is it actually helping, though, to curb corruption, to to wipe it out? Are are there any results yet? You know, it's difficult to say at this point of time. This was definitely the toughest step taken by any government to curb corruption, which, as I told you, is huge in India. Now, many economists have scoffed at the measure, saying that much of the people's black wealth, it's called black wealth in India, you know, cash on which which taxes are not paid. They say it's held in real estate and jewelry, and only about 20% is held in cash. And surprisingly, thanks to massive money laundering rackets, much of the black money has made its way back into banks. Agents apparently had a field day changing illegal cash for new notes for a 30% commission. The government has warned of tough action against those who did this. It has promised more steps to stamp out the, you know, the illegal economy. We'll have to wait and see if the economy becomes cleaner. This is definitely a process, not a, you know, something that happens in one shot. Another story making news in India. Why has India's Supreme Court ordered the country's cricket board chief to resign? Well, the Supreme Court ordered the president and the secretary as well of the board of control for cricket in India to step down because they failed to implement reforms in India's cricket board. Those reforms were ordered by the court itself. Last year, it had ordered sweeping changes to the manner in which the BCCI is administered. And, you know, the steps they recommended, including ending ending the stranglehold of politicians and powerful bureaucrats on the world's richest cricket body. These efforts to reform the BCCI, the court-led efforts, began in the wake of a corruption scandal in India's Premier League. You've been hearing all about corruption in India just now. 
But of course, after they were sacked, the officials hoped that the board does not lose its international standing because of the upheaval. But the court says its intervention would benefit the game. And many in India, including former top cricketers, have welcomed the court's attempts to reform the powerful body. It was widely felt that the BCCI had become a closed club on which a few people had a stranglehold. Our picture reports from India and Jana Parishka. Thanks for your time this morning and all your stories. Thank you.